The future is now. The Houston Astros have selected several young stars who they hope will be a part of their major league plans. A lot of college players and some promising upside. Let's check this out on the draft edition of Locked on Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Beer leans back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric, the man, Heisman, and Brett, H-Town wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Stros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can I find you at? They can find me at HTM Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stroh's 411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stroh's. All right, guys, thank you for making Locked On Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, keep on subscribing to us. Keep on giving us a big fat thumbs up and become an everyday or somebody that listens to our show well every day and uh, making us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, go and check out the Locked On Astros podcast. And we really do appreciate it. And we appreciate all the great comments out there and everybody that subscribes to us. So go ahead and uh, become an everyday or uh, like all those other people out there. And so we got, uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about some of the, the first two round, the first uh, two days of the draft. And then a little bit later, we'll do it the um, a little summary of maybe day three of the draft. And the Astros have definitely gone um, a little bit different route than a lot of teams. A lot of teams do go with uh, high school talent and kind of wait for them to go uh, to develop. Uh, you go for the high upside uh, while in the college, um, you you kind of, it depends on what you're looking for. And it looks like the Astros are looking for, I know I've seen a lot on Twitter that pe- people are saying, well, they're just wanting people to get here quicker. And when you draft a college player, that's not exactly what you're looking for. In some cases, yes. In some cases, there are a, a they are a, um, almost a final product, but in uh, most cases it is, especially when you draft a four or five year senior, you're looking for somebody that can, uh, you can easily sign. Uh, You can maybe get under the slot value to maybe go after that uh, high school um, player that possibly is committed somewhere. And you may have to go above slot value to sign. And so the Astros did go after one of those high school players and Maybe uh, once the, the draft uh, continues, uh, they'll be doing some of that as well. So that's definitely something we could look at. The Astros did get some interesting players. They did go ahead. Um, the second and third pick were some of those of uh, the four-year seniors, um, somebody that you could possibly get for under the slot value because, honestly, they have no other option. Um, there's They can't go back to college and right. finish things out. They are – uh, this is their only chance. I mean, they could be yeah, they, uh, free agents, but then you don't get that signing bonus. Well, yeah, definitely. And it it looked like the Astros went went really big here. Um, in all sense of the word. I mean, Alonzo Treadwell, Eric, six foot eight. This kid is huge. He fills up the strike zone. Um, he um 
basically over five innings versus Vanderbilt one game this year. He had seven strikeouts. He shut the door on a Vanderbilt team that really has a great history here as of late with baseball. But get this, he has a lot of extension at 6'8". In high school, he did need Tommy John surgery, but he did look good out of the gate from UCLA. Um, He struggled with injuries throughout the year, but he can fill the strike zone. Um, He did manage only nine starts, but when he's in and when he's healthy, um, he commands his pitch as well. The question is, can he stay healthy in pitch, which is something that has yet to be seen. It's a solid pick in this range for the Astros. Um, He needs some work. UCLA arms typically deal with injuries here or there, but his changeup needs a little bit of tuning and he has a chance to be a starter with solid command. And his traits basically are are some that you might be able to get more out of. This is a guy that the Astros pitching development department, player development department can work with. But a big body pitcher, if you can get him healthy, get him stay healthy at six foot eight and filling the strike zone, you can teach him to miss bats. You can teach maybe some rise on that ball, maybe perfect some of his his plus pitches and who knows this is a guy that in the future could help you and if he is a bullpen or a starter guy i think they're looking at him more as a starter i like this pick it's a it's somewhat of a reach but i think they will they will get the value that they put into this um as long as they get this guy healthy on a consistent basis well, it's not necessarily Reese Reach. Uh, he did have Tommy John surgery in 2020, and so uh, it, it may have hindered his development a little bit. He showed that he could pitch out a bullpen. He showed that uh, he can uh, be a starter as well. And anytime you have somebody that can uh, who's six eight and can throw like that, typically they can develop into uh, some pretty good uh, starters. So we'll have to see. Uh, he did have back issues, and so we'll have to see how he does health wise. But if he can could put it all together those tall pitchers typically um can uh they have a different angle and uh sometimes uh, pitcher uh, hitters have a hard time adjusting to them so um i take that back the first uh the second through uh fourth rounds were high uh four-year uh college guys so um but uh, that treadwell was kind of a guy that the astros actually went after and wasn't too much of reach because it was a he was that was the 61st pick. Um, MLB pipeline had him as the 63rd. So I think that okay. was kind of about where he was supposed to be. But uh, moving on to the third round, uh, Jake Bloss. Uh, this is a guy from Georgetown University. Uh, he had a 2.58 ERA and 96 strikeouts and 76 and two thirds innings pitch last year. He was working on a master's in finance and uh, he, he continued to pitch, but uh, he has a fastball that averages uh, 93 and touches 97 at times. But this is, from what I've heard, this is a Astros type pitcher. He has a um, a tight uh, cur- uh, slider. Um, they they want to call it the slurvy or whatever the new term is, uh, but it's something that he can. Um, he he is the, what the Astros like to go after. So he's your typical Astros pitcher and he's going to go out there and um, probably develop into 
uh, somebody maybe like a uh, JP France or something like that, somebody that can go out there and uh, uh, give you some efficient innings um, as a starter. So uh, we'll have to see. Uh, let's see anything else. Um, he said he's six foot uh, three, and uh, so he's actually what else? Um, uh, but overall, I think that this is, from what I understand, he is a – oh, he's got a pretty good um, spin rate, 3,000-plus uh, RPM. So that's something that uh, he's, he's got he's, – he's got what the Astros typically look for is what I'm trying well, to say there. Yeah, and um, I've got some of his accolades here, Eric. He was 2023 Big East Pitcher of the Year. Um he his best pitch is his 93 mile an hour fastball touches 97. Yeah. Um, um, and just, just to reemphasize this, he was first team all, all big East in 2023. Um, someone sent me a note. Someone actually goes to Georgetown said that they saw him strike out eight consecutive batters in a single game. So that is a really cool thing to see. Um, a lot of strikeouts and not a ton of walks. His his whip looks good. Like you said, a pitcher that I think the Astros can 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 truly develop with the overhand curve, the tight slider, the swing and miss stuff. If you generate a lot of swings and misses, the Astros are only going to improve that. So, like you said, this is their type of pitcher. Jake Bloss out of Georgetown, third round pick, number ninety nine. I think it's a great pickup for them. Um, his kid's 22. Um, he's, he's a workhorse. Um, he's a master in finance. I don't know if you notice this, but a lot of these guys, their college careers, their academic careers speak for themselves. Like they draft smart kids, no matter where they are, their first pick or their last pick, these kids have a good pedigree off the field as much on the field. And I think that's a key part because the game is mental just as much as it's physical. Yes. Um, so if you're going with um, the fourth round pick, uh, this is the 131st overall. They take UNC Charlotte outfielder Cam Fisher. Uh, I don't think there's any relation to Derek Fisher there, but he batted 349, 507, 813 with 30 home runs, 66 RBIs uh, in 64 games. He has a lot of consistency here. He had 64 walks. 63 uh, three strikeouts. So he averaged a walk per game, a strikeout per game. So he's going to strike out a lot. Uh, he has a lot of holes in the swings. That's what uh, they said. He's a pull side hitter, left-handed hitter. Um, uh, what he does is he pulls it down towards the foul pole. So uh, um, what they project is um, at Minimate Park, he's likely to hit the foul pole, pole a lot and get us some, um, some free Chick-fil-A. But he's also <laughs> going to strike out That's a lot. That's a scouting report, Astros. Can you get the fans free Chick-fil-A? Yeah, that, that's all we're that. looking for. <laughs> hey, man, or steal some bases. You know, we like those. Uh, we like those. Uh, what is it? The Pluckers, Pluckers Wings uh, promotion when they steal a base. I know Corey Dulks got us five free um, tenders there at Pluckers. So, yes, those are all fun promotions. But you just like to say, look, this this is Dana's first draft. A lot of people are going to be grading him just off face value. Mm -hmm. How do we think Dana did? And I don't know that he necessarily gets a pass or fail rate on except maybe two or three years down the road because you don't know where these kids are going to project. Right. You don't know. I mean, you don't know where they're going to end up. I mean, they could project high and not do anything. They could 
be completely a sleeper in this draft and someone you don't really think, oh, okay, yeah, is a good pick, whatever, and then turns out to be a superstar. So I think only time will tell. Yeah. Um, so they said that uh, I was looking at um, what Jim Callis said, and he compares him to uh, possible Kyle Schwarber in the future, somebody that has a lot of power. He does strike out a lot. He did have 10 stolen bases this year. Um, so uh, he has um, like 110 exit um, uh, velocity. And so uh, he does struggle against the breaking pitches at times. And that's um, he is what they call analytic darling. So a lot of these people uh, that the Astros have drafted, um, especially Bryce Matthews, have been what you consider uh, analytic darling. So uh, it's you think that they're going away from um, like analytics, but uh, but they're not. They're actually finding people that are the best fit for this organization and you want to have the best fit. And you know what? Sometimes the best fit is not just going to the, the store and just finding the best shorts that's out there. You just want to go out and go to bird dogs. Bird dogs is what's makes you feel good. It's comfortable. And whenever I go to Astros games, it's hot out there and uh, you sweat and uh, you definitely need a pair of a bird dog. They look like khaki short. They're actually really comfortable and they make you look slimmer and they fit way better than regular shorts. They're not made of stiff, restricting cotton uh, knit fabric that just look like khaki, but they stretch. So they make you feel slimmer. They have anti-sting fabric, so it keeps you cool and dry. And I'm wearing my bird dogs right now. Uh, they feel really nice. Uh, you got the tumbler right there that they give you when you go. And it, go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnMLB or enter the promo code LockedOnMLB for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnMLB or promo code LockedOnMLB for a free Yeti style tumbler, you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. If you don't get to go to the game, you want to watch it, but you can't watch it. You want to listen to it. Go ahead and check out the Astros play the Angels Friday night at 8.38 p.m. Central Standard Time on SiriusXM. And uh, just download the SXM app and search Astros and you can hear all the play-by-play -play action. I'm sad that we won't be uh, seeing Mike Trout out there because as competitors, you want to face the best um, the team has. But um, I think that the Astros are going to do great. But you know what? Uh, let's take a little break from the draft for a second. Yeah. That home run derby yesterday was awesome to watch and you saw julio rodriguez dominate with 41 home runs in that one round and then all of a sudden he just felt absolute short and uh they were talking about how uh, then you had uh vladimir guerrero look like uh, he was gassed and like um all uh out of breath and then he he was the one that outlasted everyone and it's just like that was such a uh, you had Randy Rosarina almost make that comeback at the end, and he was trying so hard. But that was probably one of the best uh, home run derbies I've seen. I don't know if I like the format. It seems like ru really rushed, and everybody seems yeah. tired. No, yeah, I I think it I think it exhausts the players way too much. Um, I enjoy. I miss the days of the ten outs. And if you hit a home run, you can you stay on that 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 you know you have ten left. If you hit one that doesn't go over the fence, that's an out. So you count down from there. Um, I remember Mark McGuire and them having those epic battles in the home run derby. But yesterday, what I loved too is Adley Rushman 
mm-hmm. not only crushing from the left side, but going to the right side and crushing just as many. Off just looking absolutely dominant. So that was phenomenal to see. Look, I liked the opening rounds, but after that, it was like, okay, can we just move on? Just because it's just like, you know, it's kind of like cheesecake. Like if you like cheesecake, you don't sit down and eat three or four pieces. You eat one piece of cheesecake because it's just so rich and, 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 and such a heavy dessert. With the home run derby, I love the beginning. And I was kind of hoping Julio Rodriguez would win just because, you know, the Mariners fans haven't had much winning to celebrate. I mean, they seem to really come up short. Well, I guess they came up short again. So joke's on them. But I like how it ended up with Vlad Guerrero Jr. winning it. But what's, what's cool is some of these players, they have connections. Like Adolis Garcia and Randy Rosarina are best friends. They're both Cuban, but Randy is now a citizen of Mexico. Mm-hmm. But Randy is the godfather to Adolis Garcia's um, um, son. And, and I, I just thought that was really cool that these guys have these connections. You know, they may be from the same country. They may be from different countries. But it's just neat to see the camaraderie they have. Um, it was great when when Bo Bichette tried to interview um, Vlad Guerrero Jr. And he said something in Spanish. And and then Bo Bichette goes, yeah, what he said. Because obviously his Spanish isn't up to par. So that so that was kind of fun, but I love the family atmosphere. I do love seeing all the players that are there with their families. Even there was there's a young uh, pitcher for the Dodgers, and his name escapes me. He was there with his kids. You know, I mean, it was his first All Star game, and so it's just neat to see the atmosphere and just watching the fans catch home runs. Eric, I mean, how pumped and how excited they are. That to me is an even cooler thing. And that's why I wish the format was slowed down a little bit because I liked watching the ball and waiting for it to land to be able to throw the next pitch because then you get to enjoy the home run with these, you know, 500 and something. You, you don't get to go, Oh my gosh, that was 544 feet. Like you forget about it till the end. So slow it down a little bit. I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to get more in, in a small amount of time, but maybe go back to the old format a little bit or a hybrid of the new and the old, Still a fun thing to watch, but I'm glad Jordan wasn't in there. I just um, I have no desire to see a, a Houston Astro ever in a home run derby because the way they get worn out, you know, it's kind of hit or miss how it actually affects them. Right. But to me, it seems like it has more potential to do do harm more than it does to do good. But it's but it's still a fun event. It's a fan event, so good for them. And we're gonna pretend like that one girl didn't just get hit uh, nailed by that one. Um, uh, I think Vladimir Guerrero uh, hit like she like she went to the ground and uh, she got up to her credit. But uh, that's the bad thing. You have 100 mile exit velocity balls coming at you and you have a whole bunch of yeah. kids out there. And Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Some of those kids look, I don't know. Maybe they need to play catch with them before they go out there. They need to make sure a kid can, can catch a baseball. But hey, look, what's going to happen? I'm pretty sure they know right. the risk when they go out there. Yeah. So let's go ahead and move on back to the draft. So um, I was talking earlier about going after some of the uh, college um, high school senior, I mean, sorry, college seniors to try to maybe get them to sign a little bit under the their slot value and possibly get somebody who's maybe a high school player 
that you might need to go above slot value. And that's the next player you're going to talk about is somebody like that. I do have the stats if you don't have them in a second, but uh, basically uh, that's what the Astros could be doing here. Um, before you say the name, um, this is kind of breaking of what the Astros typically do. And this could be the first player of the Dana Brown era. This could be somebody that Dana Brown specifically targeted and said, oh, I think this is one that we want to draft and follow and just uh, see what he does. We're talking about the number five, the uh, yeah. the uh, fifth round pick. Okay. Chase Jaworski. He's a smooth athlete listed at 6'1", 170 pounds. Um, he is a righty thrower, a left. So he throws right, he hits left. Um, they have noted that he has a strong arm. He has good range at shortstop. And his left-handed swing has some power, has some pop. Um, so right now, there's not a ton of stuff to be known about Chase Jaworski, but he is a guy that I think they can develop. Look, they have picked other kids that are um, that are um, shortstop prospects because you're not always going to have the guys you have. He will, he is committed to Utah Valley. So they hope he's someone that they can sign um, the 164th overall pick. So he is a high school infielder. Again, we talked about how they've been going more college guys. Um, what do you think about Mr. Jaworski? Uh, he's actually the highest ever draft pick from that school. Um, so he is the uh, first since 2019. Uh, he's drafted as shortstop. He batted 444 with 12 home runs and 30 RBIs last spring. Uh, he is, he's probably got the arm more for second base. So they're saying that he's probably going to probably eventually move to second base or something like that. But uh, they said that his um, tools all around um, look pretty good. They're, um, they, he is, uh, he's um, got fringe power above average runner. Um, and he's got basically, he's very athletic and, um, He's basically a left-handed cut with um, bat-to-ball skills and strong hands. Uh, so he's got he's somebody that can develop into somebody, let's say, who is similar to like a Jeremy Pena type player, but uh, maybe not as much power as Jeremy Pena did, but somebody like that. So I think that uh, this is somebody we need to watch out for. Uh, down the road, he uh, if he's um, able to, if the Astros are able to sign him. So yeah, he is a high school player. So uh, the Astros know more than he is, but um, we do. But um, he is committed to Utah Valley, so there is a chance that he could sign with Utah. I mean, right. and attend Utah Valley and then become a second or third round pick down the road. No, yeah, definitely. Um, and, and and that's always a risk with the uh, high school kids. But um, moving on to round six, Ethan Pecco um, out of Townsend State. He is a right-handed pitcher. Um, this kid is 20 years old. Um, he had an ERA of 3.21 with 48 strikeouts and 42 innings um, in the Northwoods League, which is popular for these kids to do before uh, moving on to the draft, he dominated with a 1.04 ERA, 36 strikeouts and 26 innings. Um, and he also has a low 90s sinker and plus slider. Um, Eric, he actually um, dropped his ERA to 321. So his ERA was a little bit elevated, but he tend to he he did some things to work on that. And so 
Um, you really like that he held the opponents to a 0.769 whip um, over over the um, 26 frames that he pitched in that summer league. Um, he is a ground ball pitcher, which is good for Minute Maid Park. You don't want a fly ball pitcher so much in your draft pick. So he can touch 95 on the fastball. And he was the 2019 um, golfer of the year while he made the honor roll at Ridley High. So this is a multi-athlete kid, a, a multi-sport kid. And I think that 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 um, that does well for a player that's in the draft. You want a kid that has multiple skills at multiple sports and makes him more athletic. If you are the type of person that everybody wants to talk to about their problems and you seem like you are constantly needing to talk to someone yourself, it's great to be able to go to someone who can help you through the ups and downs to help you stay connected through therapy. The people at BetterHelp want to do that. Whether it's about your career relationships or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected and helps you navigate life with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the better it gets. And you can get that with BetterHelp. Personal story, I've used BetterHelp counseling services before. And let me tell you, I was very pleased. I was able to pick the counselor I wanted. I did fill out a questionnaire. It was very simple. These are licensed professional counselors. And if at any time you don't feel like that you are getting what you need from the counselor you have, you can switch at any time. And right now, go to betterhelp.com slash locked on MLB. You'll get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash locked on MLB to get that help today. So just fill out the brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed professional for any time you can change no additional charge. For better you, go with BetterHelp. Whatever you want to do, whenever you want good food, good beer, you want to hang out with great service, it's Hooters. I don't care where you are in Houston, there's a Hooters near you, so you need to go do that. Monday through Friday, they have happy hours 2 to 7 and 10 p.m. to close. They have 399 Blue Moon Drafts. They have 999 Michelob Ultras, and they've got so many things. Hooters Pearland has several events coming up in July. They have a Toys for Tots drive. They're going to an Astros game in late July. Also in late August, you have the Hooters NASA going to a game, a bus trip as well. So just check that out. Check out whenever you stop by their locations. Ask them about their Astros games. Ask them about their specials. Buy one, get one wings on Monday. Buy one, get one um, boneless wings on Wednesdays. I mean, every day of the week, there's a special. Saturdays and Sundays, kids eat free. If you want to go to Hooters, remember Hooters makes you happy, and that's where the Locked On Astros guys. Guys, uh, don't forget to check out the Astros. They return to action on Friday versus the Troutless Angels. Uh, you can catch every play-by-play -play action on SiriusXM on at 8.38 um, on Friday and uh, just go and download the SXM app and search Astros and you can find all the action there. So moving on to the seventh round, uh, we're probably have to speed through this a little bit more, but oh, yeah. uh, definitely we have Joey Dixon and Ryan Johnson. Joey Dixon is from Stanford. Um, he's a four-year junior uh, from um, uh, a pitcher and definitely somebody that the Astros uh, probably – went after uh he is somebody that um he's 6'2 2.04 uh 200 sorry 204 pounds um he kind of he struck out to uh, 90 and 83 and two-thirds innings with a 4.73 era uh he kind of hit the era doesn't stand out to you he has a 4.73 era overall but he did pitch in the college world series and he has a, a mid to low fastball and a solid curveball. 
So um, the numbers don't really look jump out to you, but I'm sure there's something that the Astros saw that they really liked. And Ryan Johnson is a second baseman from Pepperdine, and uh, he is um, six zero, uh, six feet tall. He is um, he had 18 home runs in 49 games. He's 22 years old, and uh, he has played all over the infield. So uh, he batted 290 last year. So uh, he is somebody that the Astros can probably um, use as a future utility player down the road. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like I said, you you aren't always going to know exactly what it is you're getting until right. you get them in in your system. Um, the the Houston Astros, I think, go out there and get these guys with with the upside um, going into the ninth and tenth round pick. Number nine was Jerron Williams from Toledo. Um, he is a six foot one shortstop, four oh three average 14 home runs 49 stolen bases in 55 games that's quite a bit for toledo um he did have some good summer league performance he has plus speed and he also has pop um Jerron williams is a guy also that that i think a lot of people have on their radar that they were high on i know i know jeff from um from locked on um, guardians said that he really liked him he said that he runs really well he's an athlete um, he was, he said, since the Mac is a smaller conference, um, that shouldn't matter, but he did lead the nation in steals while again, like I mentioned, hitting over 400. And so that was those, those 49 steals were in, were in 53 attempts. And so he feels like that was a good pickup in the ninth round. And then the 10th round, you had Austin Deming, 23 year old infielder put together a great year for BYU and 41 games. He hit 418, 19 home runs, 68 RBI. He played the majority at first and third in college. Um, and the Astros still have 10 more picks, rounds 11 through 20, and we could probably cover that on another show. But these are guys that you'll find more about. They probably won't place them very high in their system. They'll give them time to marinate. And then once they place them, we can kind of keep track of them a little bit along the way um, going into this season, going to the second half. All right. Yeah. So um, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in to the Locked on Astros podcast. Um, we will be going, uh, keeping you updated as much as we can on the MLB draft picks. Um, there's a lot of players out there and we'll do our best with this. But uh, thank you for always subscribing to us and making us your first listen every day, whether it's on YouTube. Go ahead, subscribe to us. Uh, give us a big fat thumbs up. Go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you check out to your podcast. Go and make us your first listen. In and go and get yourself some bird dogs because they are darn comfortable. And that's all we got for this edition, and we'll see you next time. And go strokes. Yeah. Good job, Dana. Good job, Dana. We're proud of you. <laughs> <laughs>